Thanks be to God. We're going to turn our Bibles to the book of Daniel. Daniel. Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6. And we're going to read from verse 1 onwards. Daniel chapter 6. From verse 1 onwards. Jesus. Should we close eyes one more time? Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is warring against your word from being given to your people. And I come against every demonic spirit that is warring against your word from being received by your people. I bind those demonic spirits in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask for your spirit to hover over us even more in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That this word of God may enter into your people, Father. That it may stamp eternity into the hearts of your people. Oh Lord, that the word of God that comes from the mouth of God, all to the mouth of your servant, to the ears of your people, Lord, may be taken, may be received, O Lord Jesus. Oh, that it may bring forth much fruit, Lord. Whatever you expect, Lord Jesus, for this word of God to accomplish, may that be thoroughly accomplished, Lord. Prepare every heart right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, plow through every heart, my Father. Plow through every heart. Plow through every heart. Plow through every heart. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, Lord, let there be no barrenness, Lord. Let there be no barrenness, Lord. Let faith, Lord, Father, be imparted, Lord, to the hearers right now. In the name of Jesus, all those who are here, Lord, and all those who are, Lord, worshiping with us, Father, from different parts of the world, different, Lord, states, Lord, in this country. Lord, I pray, Heavenly Father, may faith be imparted into their spirits, O Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, may they be able to understand what the Holy Spirit will speak at this hour in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the name of Jesus, I silence every voice that is not of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. And I ask for this Spirit of God, or oh, to prevail over every voice that is not of you in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, and I silence the words of unbelief, I silence, Lord, the words of, Lord Father, darkness and I silence every word that is from the pit of hell, that contradicts the word of God, it to the people, I bind those in Jesus' name, take victory in Jesus' name, and I come against every spirit of distraction in the name of Jesus, and I bring it down under the feet of Jesus at this hour, and I declare Jesus to be Lord over our church, over this hour in the name of Jesus that your people may benefit from what God is distributing at this hour and I thank you for doing this in Jesus name I take victory over the powers of darkness in the name of Jesus and I speak total freedom total freedom at this hour in Jesus name that your word may go heal and deliver at this hour and accomplish your good purposes in Jesus name I pray Amen Amen Praise God Daniel chapter 6 It's making noise. Daniel chapter 6. And I'm going to read from verse 1 onwards. 
It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom. This is God's divine favor. Daniel was an exile, as you know. When he was taken from his motherland, his homeland, and he was brought as a captive to Babylon, he would have never thought what God was going to do for him. He would have never known the plan of God. None of us know exactly what God is going to do. Daniel didn't know. One thing he knew, God was faithful. God is faithful. He was taken out of where he was. And he was displaced, so to speak, out of the comfort zone, where his parents were, where his siblings were. All of a sudden he was uprooted from where he was and he was brought into a strange country. The environment was totally different. It's not all of God's people. And you know that where he was were all of God's people, even though they were God's people, they were not living like God's people. That's why they were displaced. God sent prophets and he warned and warned and warned and they did not listen. They became worse than the heathen and that's why this captivity had to take place. But in the midst of that, something good happens to God's people. See, no matter what happens in this world, no matter what people may predict, no matter what the news media may say, no matter what the neighbors may say, no matter what the governments may say, no matter what anyone may say, always remember, in the midst of darkness, there's safety for God's people. In the midst of darkness, there's prosperity for God's people. That's when God's people thrive even more. Because God has a purpose in the midst of everything. God is never going to cause the righteous to perish with the wicked. It doesn't happen that way. He has a plan. He has a plan. Daniel was brought out of his homeland to Babylon. And in the midst of his isolation, in the midst of his captivity, something is happening there. He would have never thought. His parents would have never thought. No one would have thought what God was going to do for Daniel and his friends who were faithful to God. Now God had a plan. God took him and God placed him where God wanted him to be. Now there's a purpose. God is speaking to our hearts today. There's a prophecy that God is speaking at this hour. During our difficult moments, God will take us and God will put us in a place and that'll be our zone. It is very important for us to be faithful to God in our zone. In the midst of our captivity, in the midst of our confinement, in the midst of where we are, where we feel like, Lord, This is out of place. This is different. These people's languages are different. Their customs are different. Whatever they're doing is different. My parents are not here. I am by myself here. Whatever it may be, we have to understand when God puts us in a place, in that zone, that zone is meant by God for us to be trained by God, for us to shine in that place by the favor of God. So if God places you in a place, understand, even if it appears to be a cramped place, even if it appears to be an odd place, even if it appears to be a place that we may not like, you know what kind of place that will be? It will be a place of blessing because God will be with us. When God puts us in a place, His favor will be there. 
the most important thing for us to know is we need to be within the will of God. In the midst of all of this happening, Daniel was in the will of God. God took Daniel and God placed him in this place. And there God prepared him. He gave him favor and he promoted him. Now we see in Daniel chapter 6, from Daniel chapter 1 all the way to Daniel chapter 6, there are many, many things God did in Daniel's life. Now in Daniel chapter 6 we see, it pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom. So there's a change that is coming in that kingdom where the king is doing something. He says, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put 120 satraps here to be over the whole kingdom, to be in charge of the whole kingdom. Now let's go to verse 2. Daniel chapter 6, verse 2. And over these, three governors of whom Daniel was one, that the satraps might give account to him, to them, so that the king would suffer no loss. So there's an elevation that takes place from where Daniel was to another place, another environment. Within the confinement, there is an elevation. It's like within that area, there's a promotion, there's an exaltation. He didn't go back to his homeland. He is still a captive. But within the captivity, there's this favor of God that is exalting him, very similar to Joseph. So, because Daniel was faithful, what happens is, God chooses Daniel, in the midst of these 120 people, this Hebrew exile is being placed as one of the three top officials that are going to oversee these 120 people, officers, that these 120 officers should give an account to who? This exile, Hebrew young man. You call that divine favor. Our eyes must be upon the Lord, not upon our circumstances. No matter where we are, when we keep our eyes on God Almighty, God will make things to turn towards our favor. In the midst of the confinement, in the midst of the land that we are, where we don't want to be, maybe. Maybe we feel like, oh, what kind of a thing that is happening? This has changed. I never thought my life would turn to be like this. I never thought my situation would be like this. I never thought this would turn into this. Whatever it may be. Understand this. If you're walking with God, that's the clause. If you're walking with God. So make sure you're walking with God. If you're walking with God, all things work together for the good of them that love God and are called according to His promises, purposes. All things. Everything. Because who's working it out? The one who loves you, he's working it out. So even Daniel's displacement from where he was to where he went, the hand of God was over Daniel. God's hand was over Daniel. So from being someone who was brought to the palace, then there was this test that came for him to eat whatever the rest of the people ate. And he said, no, 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 I'm not going to do this. He was faithful to God in that. And God exalted him by giving him supernatural powers, supernatural abilities, supernatural wisdom and knowledge that excel the rest of the people. So there's a promotion, there's an elevation that comes. Anytime you're faithful to God in the place of your confinement, there's a supernatural blessing, there's a supernatural empowerment that comes without you even knowing. The Bible doesn't say that because Daniel refused to eat the king's delicacies. One day, there was a bright light that came into the room. And God came and he touched Daniel and he said, Look, I'm going to give you wisdom that no one else in your 
land has. I'm going to give you the special power to interpret dreams. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you that. You don't see any of those things. Something happened on the inside when Daniel was faithful to God with the test, with the test that was presented before him. The passing of the test or his faithfulness to God ushered in the spiritual blessings that God had for him that came right on him that he didn't even know. So, a lot of times what God does, you may not even feel tangibly. You won't even know what God is doing. Suddenly you'll know, I'm doing things differently. Suddenly you'll know, I'm able to do this. Suddenly you'll know, I wasn't able to do that before. Now I'm able to do this. There's an operation of God. There's a supernatural working of God that takes place in the lives of all those who are faithful to God. So the point here is, be faithful to God where God has placed you. Wherever God has placed you, be faithful to God. Even in the midst of tough choices you have to make, be faithful to God. When you're faithful to God, where God has placed you, even without you knowing, there's an exaltation that comes. Now why? Jesus said this. He who is faithful in little, he makes them to be in charge of many things. Because God can trust you. So God was able to trust Daniel and God brought him up. And now, you see Daniel chapter 6. He was faithful and he was faithful and he was faithful and God started bringing him up. Now, there is a bigger test that's coming. An elevation came. When that elevation came, something else happened. Let's go to verse 3. Daniel chapter 6, verse 3. Then this Daniel distinguished himself about the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. Now there's another move. What move is that? Through the king. It's the move of God. Always remember this. Anytime God wants to do something in your life, anytime God wants to move you from one level to the other so that you can be of use to his kingdom, the forces of darkness will always come against it. Because when God moves you from one realm to the other, whether it's physically or spiritually, all hell will break loose because Satan knows that the more God lifts you up, the more God is going to be seen and heard. That means more people will be drawn to Jesus. More people will be drawn to God's kingdom. So Satan will always fight that. Satan will always fight the blessing of God. Satan will always fight whatever God wants to do. So when that elevation comes, he's going to say, no, 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 I'm not going to let that happen. But can anyone thwart the plan of God? No one. Only thing that you have to be careful is not to let sin come inside. Anytime sin comes in, the blessing will go out. So we have to be faithful to God in everything God has given to us. Wherever God has placed you, don't compromise. Be faithful to God, like Daniel did. Daniel had an excellent spirit. How did he get that? You see that from chapter 1. When he was faithful to God, when he first came in, when people would have thought, oh, this is an opportunity for me to really play nice play good so that I can get some promotion. Maybe I can play nice so that I can serve God there. You know how people try to manipulate? They'll say, I'm doing this. I'm lying because I want to do this for God. You don't do that. I am exaggerating my testimony because I want more people to think our God is powerful. Don't you do that. Because Satan will come and ruin everything because lies and truth cannot go together. 
you can have light and darkness and try to present the gospel and win souls you can't do that you cannot use satan to bring jesus to the people you can't do that you cannot use satan to win someone else to jesus christ well you can't say well i'm going to go and smoke together with this person so that i can win them to jesus it doesn't work that way i'm going to go to the bar today so that i can just have a drink i'm just going to buy it i'm not going to use it i'm just going to sit there so that i can give the gospel to jesus no god's things must be done in god's way we cannot try to bring the kingdom of god to the kingdom of darkness by using the tactics of the kingdom of darkness if we want to advance the principles if we want to advance the kingdom of god we must advance it by the principles of the king and the kingdom i want to repeat if you want the kingdom of god to advance it must be done according to the king's principles and the kingdom principles without it it'll be a disaster you will end up being thrown out so be true to the word of god be true to the truth of god the excellent spirit that was in daniel was seen by everyone by was seen by king why because god gave that excellent spirit to daniel when daniel took a stand to say that i will not eat other king's delicacies i want to make a point here which the holy spirit wants me to Daniel didn't say that well I'm not going to eat this and I'm going to die I'm going to die for the Lord I'm going to die for the faith and he didn't say that let me die and he didn't call the eunuch and say well I'm not going to eat this and if the king finds me out I'll die no he was a man of faith he did not expect death don't expect bad things to happen when you take a stand for god expect good things to happen when you take a stand for god know that god is by your side when you take a stand for god know that even if persecution comes victory has been given to you because jesus overcame satan on the cross so our focus should be victory our focus should be god's plan for our lives daniel knew that god had a plan for his life daniel knew that no one can take his life prematurely out he was not projecting doom and gloom he didn't say well i'm doing the right thing but i'm not, i'm going to die anyway no i'm doing the right thing because i'm going to go see god no he was doing the right thing because he was living for god do the right thing so that you can live for god do the right thing so that you can live for god do that which is pleasing to god so that you can live for god every day daniel had a vision Daniel had a mission. Daniel had faith in that vision. Daniel had faith in that mission. What was it? What was his vision? His vision was to represent God. What was his mission? His mission was to represent God. May God imprint these words into your spirits. Your vision should be representing God on earth as long as you're alive. Your mission should be representing Jesus on earth as long as you're alive. That's the reason why we are here. to represent Christ on earth whatever our call is wherever God has placed we are there as his ambassadors even though Daniel was in exile he was there as an ambassador representing God he said oh i'm a prince i'm a kingdom person i am not going to touch what the other people touch no and he had faith that God will make a way for me and you know his faith was not that well I'm not going to eat and I will be alive and don't worry even if I feel weak I'll be okay he didn't say that 
He had faith that test me, test me and see. In 10 days, what's going to happen? Test me and see. Such faith Daniel had. Where did Daniel get that faith from? Where did Daniel get that strong faith to say that? Test me and see what's going to happen. Test me and see. And he actually said what was going to happen, which was the plan of God. Do you have faith that he will never leave you nor forsake you? Do you have faith that when you do the right thing, God will stand with you? Do you have faith, even if you have to go through persecution, you will always overcome? Do you have faith that nothing can prevail? God's plan that God has for your life. Daniel had that faith. May God imprint these words into your spirit and transfer this faith into your soul. So that no matter what you see, no matter what opposition you may see, that you'll know that everything's going to be good. All will be well with me when I meet with the king. Oh, what a meeting it is. That song is not saying that all will be well with me when I die and go to heaven. No, no, no. It's talking about here. Meeting with the king here. The secret of Daniel's faith is he was meeting with the king. He was meeting with the king. Three times a day he had an appointment. Three times a day he had appointments with king regularly every day. Three times a day, no matter how busy he was, no matter what kind of an official he was, no matter how many promotions he got, he made his appointment with the king. Every single day, three times a day, Daniel prayed. He would have been praying all throughout whatever he was doing. So what happened inside of Daniel? The faith that was in God was transferred into Daniel. There was an impartation. I want to say this, and I pray that the Spirit of God will take it straight into your spirits. When we spend time with God, it's not that I'm just praying and I'm going, I'm just coming to church, I'm going. No, there's something that heaven deposits into you. Every time you come to the house of God, every time you're in the presence of God, every time you kneel before the king, there is an impartation that takes place into your spirit. God deposits something into your spirit. There's something eternal that takes place. Something concrete that takes place. And you know, the biggest thing that can be deposited into us is God's faith. No matter what happens, we can be immovable if we have the faith that comes from God. And that's what God does. That's what God does. And God says that faith in God comes by hearing the word of God, being in the presence of God, God speaking to us, being with God. Daniel had immovable faith. Faithfulness and faith go hand in hand. In order for you to be faithful to God, you need to have faith. If you have faith in God, you will be faithful to God. So these two things uh, cannot be, these two things cannot be separated. They are inseparable. Faithfulness and faith are together, knit together. If you have faith in God, you'll be faithful to God. If you're faithful to God, it's because you have faith in God. When you have fear, that's when you will not do the right thing. That's when you'll become unfaithful. But you have faith in God, you will be faithful to God. Daniel had faith in God because he was walking with God. Daniel was faithful to God because he was spending time with God. Take time to pray. 
Take time to spend time with God. Take time to be in the presence of God. Take time to come to the presence of God so that God can impart something inside of you that is permanent and that is precious. The Bible calls faith as precious faith. Not any faith. It's precious faith. Like precious faith. Precious faith. Faith is very precious. That faith is so precious, more precious than gold. You have that faith. Nothing can bring you down because the just shall live by faith. For a Christian to be able to live spiritually and not face spiritual death, this faith is very crucial, very critical. Because the just can only live by faith. The Bible says, we walk by faith and not by sight. So the spiritual walk itself is a walk of faith. It's not by how you see, but it's how by, it's by how God has spoken. It goes by whatever God has said, and you actually take what God has said, and you believe it. You know, believing what God has said is, seeing what God has said. Write this down. Believing what God has said is, seeing what God has said. That means, once God says it, it becomes a reality in your mind. It's not that, oh, it is going to happen. It has happened already. That means you see it as it is. When you see it as it is, it is going to stay in your, stay in your spirit. It's going to keep you from falling. It's going to keep you in that way of the Lord, where your steps will not slide because you're seeing what God has spoken. We walk by faith and not by sight. So if faith in what God has said when you see, you know for sure, like Daniel did. I know for sure, even if I don't eat what everybody eats and they say that's really good and all those who are going to be trained should be eating that, I'm going to be better than those people because I know my God. I'm taking a stand for God and He had this principle. Anytime you take a stand for God, You're not going to lose. You're going to gain. That's heaven's principle. Anytime you do the right thing, you will be rewarded for what you're doing. Because God knows, I can count on you. I'm going to give you some more so that you can put that to use. More will be given when you're faithful to God. More will be given. So we see Daniel here in chapter 6. After being faithful to God and consistently being faithful to God, he's in chapter 6 where the king is able to see, the people are able to see, this man has an excellent spirit. See, in their language, for them, this spirit is different. No one has this kind of wisdom. This is an excellent spirit. What is that? It's the spirit of God. God gave something into Daniel. The wisdom that only God can give so that he can rule over the nations. He can do the job that the king wants him to do in an excellent manner. That's what that excellent spirit is. Whatever he does shall, whatever the righteous do, those who meditate on the word of God, that means those who spend time with God, and Psalm 1 says, whatever they do will prosper. And you know that prosperity is like this. God prospered Isaac when Isaac planted Everybody will get a certain amount of crop, but Isaac got a hundredfold increase. That's what is called divine prosperity. When God divinely prospers, you get something that is out of the ordinary. God's blessings are out of the ordinary. It's not something that everybody gets. Everybody gets rain and sunshine. 
But when God blesses his people, they get something called the latter rain. They get something called the new wine. It's very different than what the common people would get. Daniel had an excellent spirit that came from God. That caused him to excel. Whatever he did was excellent. When the king saw, oh, this surpasses whatever the other guys did. This is excellent. That's why they were able to say, he has an excellent spirit. It came from God. How? When Daniel was faithful to God in chapter 1, an excellent spirit from God came. And so that excellent spirit was upon him, whatever he was doing, distinguishing him from the rest of the people. The king now is thinking, I'm going to make him to be the ruler over the whole realm. And where did the king get that thought? From God. God is moving the king's heart. The Bible says, the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. Like rivers of water, God directs the heart of the king. Favor comes from God. Never try to manipulate another human being to climb to the top at your workplace or anywhere. If you please the Lord, God will position you. God will put you where you need to be. God will give you what you need. Prosperity comes from God. Let me tell you. Regular prosperity, earthly prosperity, anyone can get. They work hard, they can get. You see a lot of millionaires and billionaires and all kinds of people with earthly prosperity. It comes because they work. They work and they get it. They work dishonestly too and they can get it you know why because satan can give what people want in order to take them to hell satan came to jesus and he said i'll offer you all the things that you see but just bow down to me and worship me satan can give but that's not the real prosperity what satan offers is lies what god offers is truth the prosperity that god offers is Prosperity on this world and in the world to come. It's eternal. Jesus said this to his disciples. All of you who have left this, 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 this and this, you know, father, mother, brother, sister and all these things, houses, lands, he says, will get a hundredfold in this world, father, mother, brother, sister, in houses and all those things, with persecution, and he says, and eternal life. God gives whatever we need here on earth, When we follow God, God's blessing is for people who follow God. If God blesses His people, His blessing lasts not only in this world, but it lasts into eternity. Whatever God puts in our hands, as we faithfully follow God, and as we faithfully do what God has called us to do, the righteous people take what God has given and they don't just keep it and keep it and keep it and keep it and keep it. It's being self-centered. No. They give it. They give to the Lord. They give to those who are in need. What happens? Whatever we get is transferred into eternal currency. It goes there. Where moth doesn't take away. Where the rust doesn't take away. And what happens is when we go there, we are welcomed with abundant entry, the Bible says. With the unrighteous mammon. That means with the earthly wealth that we have used in building the kingdom of heaven. So the wealth of the righteous is eternal. It continues from here. Whatever God has given, God gives us the comfort. God gives us what we need. God gives us all that we need in order to glorify His name. And then, whatever He has given, transfers into eternal currency where we take it with us when we go. The works of the righteous follow them, the Bible says. Now for the wicked, whatever they earn, whatever they get, It doesn't even go with them to the grave. 
they can even fully enjoy it they have so much but they have no contentment so they want more and more and more and more and more they go into medications and addiction and all kinds of things drinking they have no peace so even though it appears to be prosperous up front they are miserable they are really not prosperous true prosperity is prosperity of the soul prosperity of the body and prosperity of everything that god has given your finances your family and everything for god's people god says beloved i wish that you prosper in everything just like your soul prospers that you let your body prosper let your family prosper let your finances prosper this is all given for those who follow god and are faithful to god this is part of god's blessings our eyes should always be on the blesser not after the blessings but after the blesser these things will follow us so daniel was someone who had an excellent spirit even though the rest of the people in his kingdom were wise they were skilled in their languages they were people who had the natural abilities daniel had supernatural abilities god is speaking to our hearts today do you know that even to do your earthly job god can give you his excellent spirit where you can do it with supernatural abilities yes even to do whatever you have to do the excellent spirit of god can lead you even to cook food in your house to take care of your children to take care of your spouse to take care of your job whatever god has entrusted into your hands if you're faithful to god and what god has given to you and you seek god in his kingdom first god can give you his excellent spirit so that you can do everything not in a good way in the eyes of man but with that excellent spirit that comes from god will excel the excellent work of the excellent people that are there that's god's excellent spirit in order to prosper in everything our soul must prosper in order for our soul to prosper we must be planted by the streams of water streams are the river of the holy spirit daniel was someone who prayed three times a day i want to take you to the next verse let's go to verse 4 daniel chapter 6 verse 4 so the governors and satraps sought to find some charge against daniel concerning the kingdom but they could not find fault or they could find no charge of fault because he was faithful if you want to highlight it you can highlight the word faithful i had mentioned this before the scripture came Daniel was faithful because he had faith. He had faith because he was faithful. Both are linked together. Nor was there any error or fault found in him. If someone comes and says, "Well, all human beings fall, all human beings fail, all human beings will make sinful mistakes." Tell them, "Hey, look at the Bible. There was this man in the book of Daniel. His name is Daniel." and this man lived an excellent life he was so faithful people were not able to find any fault with him the bible says job was like that perfect man god gives that certificate if you look at job chapter 1 you'll see god is looking at satan he's saying have you considered my servant job he's perfect blameless upright before god and god talks about elizabeth and zacharias 
perfect before God and keeping all the ordinances of God, blameless. That's what the Bible says. When you look at Noah, the Bible says he was a man who was righteous. In that wicked generation where every thought was evil, the Bible says. In that generation, Noah was upright before God. By his righteous living, the Bible says, he condemned the rest of the world. Daniel was a righteous man of God. Because he was faithful to God. God was pleased to promote him. Because he was representing God. Are you representing God wherever you are? It's important to represent God. We don't have to wear Jesus t-shirt and, and uh, Jesus crown and Jesus badge. And I mean, if you want to wear this fine, that's perfectly fine. But that's not going to be your primary vehicle of showing Jesus to this world. Our talk, our transactions, our dealings, our mannerisms, compassion, love, sacrifice, humility. The fruit of the Spirit is what's going to show to this world that you belong to Him. You know what God will say? You're doing what I'm telling you to do. I'm going to give you something supernatural. There's a promise God is giving to you. Whatever you do, there's this divine prosperity God wants to give. Not the earthly one. Earthly one, you can get it. You go to work, you get paycheck. You work hard, you can get a promotion. But for God's people who are faithful to God and who follow the ways of the Lord and they say, I'm going every time when you go to work. Go with this in mind that I am an ambassador of the Lord Jesus Christ. Wherever I'm stepping, I represent Jesus Christ. I am here on earth to represent the king. I'm a kingdom person. I'm here to represent the king. When our mind is on the king and we follow the king's principles and live our lives according to the standard of God's word, there is this divine impartation that will take place. And this divine impartation will give you supernatural abilities to do supernatural things in the natural realm. So this is not talking about ministry and going a priestly duty. This is talking about being in a secular environment. You can be in a secular environment and be so full of the Holy Spirit. Doesn't mean that you're going to go there in a secular environment and speak in tongues and make noise over there. No. In a secular environment, whatever you do, people will know that you have an excellent spirit. You pray at home. And you pray in your heart while you're at work. Whatever you do, do it with utmost faithfulness to the Most High God. You know, there are sometimes people will sign out before their time and they'll put the wrong times. Many Christians do that. That's not good before God. That's being unfaithful to God and a bad representation of God Almighty. When God wants to do some things through you at your workplace, you yourself will block the work of God by being unfaithful to God, unfaithful to the people that God has placed you with the responsibilities God has given to you. If you've been given a job to do, do it with everything that is within you. Don't lie on any paperwork. Don't do anything that you should not do if you represent God. And you should be representing God because God has called you to represent Him. So wherever you go, understand this and keep this in your mind that I am here to represent the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I want to be faithful. The people around Daniel were able to say that, Daniel, was a faithful man. 
excellent spirit and he was faithful they couldn't find any fault with him it's not that oh he is highly talented he does all these things but his personal life you really can't see you know you can't talk about no daniel was not like that he excelled in his work and in his personal life also they couldn't find any fault in daniel and let's go to verse 5 Daniel chapter 6 verse 5 Then these men said we shall not find any charge against this Daniel unless we find it against him concerning the law of his god Hey if you get into trouble because you took a stand for Jesus that's a trophy for you remember Don't try to shy away from that Don't try to shy away from persecution If you get a bad name because you did the right thing it's an honor it's an honor before god and daniel here what are they saying concerning the law of his god this is where we can catch him this is where we can say something about him let's go to verse 6 the bible says in the new testament if you get a bad name because of the bad things you did that's really bad what good is it But if you get a bad name because of the good things that you do the glory of God rests upon you the glory of God rested upon Daniel so these governors and satraps thronged before the king and said thus to him king Darius live forever let's go to verse 7 in all the governors of the kingdom the administrators and satraps the counselors the advisers have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whoever petitions any god or man for 30 days except you o king shall be cast into the den of lions there are several messages god has given from here from daniel and from daniel chapter 6 itself but today's focus is different where the spirit of god is speaking to our hearts but some very important principles which is who are you representing do you recognize that you are an ambassador of god if you're an ambassador of god do you know that you can function with the heaven's abilities to do your earthly responsibilities you can if you're faithful to god and a faith in the faithfulness of god god can empower you with his supernatural abilities so that you can excel at your workplace you can excel at home you can excel with whatever god has given to you wherever god is placed representing god people will know that you are different not in the way that oh this one is really odd no they'll know that you are someone who represent the king because you carry something supernatural And so when God is working, God is moving through the king to raise Daniel up. What is coming against? The gates of hell are trying to prevail against the work of God, the plan of God that God has through Daniel for his kingdom. Always remember, when you are a part of his kingdom, whatever God is doing in you and through you to bless you and to bless others is all interconnected with the divine plan of God which is interconnected to the kingdom of God and which is connected to the realm of God that means God has a plan in his big plan you are somewhere there i'm somewhere here different people are all over god has plugged us in in different ways in order to bring glory to god and every time god is advancing us forward 
His kingdom is advancing through us forward. And it is connected with the rest of the work of God that is taking place all over the world. In the supernatural kingdom of God. What Satan will do, he will resist the work of God that is taking place in the lives and through the lives of God's people. So when God was about to promote Daniel here, the gates of hell are coming against Daniel. And what did Daniel, what did Satan try to do here? He said, let's kill him. We saw this last week, right? In the Bible study or the morning call, I believe. When God has a plan for someone, the first thing the devil will try to do is, let me just kill him. So that plan won't happen. If he's not able to kill him, he'll say, let me see if I can make him fall into some sin. If he's not able to do that, then he'll say, let me see if I can raise some false witnesses to ruin his work so that whatever he's doing will not have the credibility anymore. But if you are faithful to God, truth will always triumph over lies to the enemy. And until God's work is done in your life, nobody can touch you. Nothing can happen to you. And the trap that Satan has set for the righteous, the wicked will fall into the very same trap. Wherever the enemy plans against God's people will become a trap for the same people. So, Satan is moving these people to go against Daniel. To kill him. Satan says, if this guy is alive, then he is going to be representing God and bringing God's kingdom here. Why should we be alive? Why should we, why should we be fighting this battle? Let's finish him off. Then this chapter will be closed. His life won't be there anymore to do God's will. So he's moving people who are wicked to go against Daniel. Always remember when you face opposition, what does the Bible say in the book of James? Rejoice. Rejoice. When you see opposition, when things go wrong, don't come and say, Oh my Lord, what did I do? And why is this happening? I don't know. I'm the only one. And No, 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 no. No. Learn to come home and do a happy dance. Say, Hallelujah. Something big is coming my way. That's what I do. I get really excited. People can think I'm crazy. When something comes up against, I get extra happy. There are ways in which Satan would never think that he can make us happy. He wants to make us miserable. That's when we get more happy. We become a headache to the devil. Learn to be someone who becomes a headache to the devil. No matter what he tries, you make Satan regret for whatever he is doing by following divine principles that God has said. God's word says, rejoice when you go through trials. That means what? Be happy. Why? It is working out for something far greater. When something goes wrong, don't be happy if you do some sin and come and say, Hasa said, be happy. No. No. When you're walking right and somebody is saying something bad against you, when you're walking right, something is happening in your home which is grieving to you. Something breaks down or someone gets sick. In your heart say, Oh my God, you were doing something big. Something big is happening, I know. I'm going to see how you're going to just overturn this. How you're going to make the enemy feel miserable, saying, oh my God, why did I do this? Anytime you praise God, anytime you say, this is what you're doing to me, take it and give him one big blow by magnifying God in the midst of trials. 
you know what? Satan is put to shame. He says, oh, I can take it, take it, take it. You need to make Satan feel a little dizzy. I mean, you can make him feel a lot dizzy too. Depending on how you take the trials. And how you resist the enemy. Give him a headache, give him earache, give him all kinds of pain. By speaking God's word. By speaking God's word, you have the power to bring down the strongholds of the enemy. You have the power inside of you, through the name of Jesus, to pull down strongholds, to trample serpents. You know, if God says, I've called you to trample serpents, you know how some people are. The moment they see serpents, say, Lord, serpents, I'm so scared, why did you bring me? God said, step on it. Step on it. God has put it in front of you so that you can step on it, not to scare you. When the enemy comes to scare you. What did God say? Submit to God, resist the devil. God never said that. Well, you become a Christian. Satan will not be in the picture anymore. No, he says he will come. He will come in all kinds of ways. He can come with an ugly face to scare you, or he can come with a beautiful look and say, I am an angel. You know, someone said this. They really said this. Somebody came. And they told us this. This man said, I saw Jesus. And he said, I saw Jesus where? At a gas station. That's what he said. You know how the Jesus that he saw was? He was at a gas station. Then after that, the Jesus walked and he saw the Jesus carrying a poodle on his shoulder. Do you think that's Jesus? Will Jesus carry a poodle on his shoulder? We should know what the enemy will present before us. Satan can transform himself into a, an angel of light. Satan can transform himself into Jesus Christ. But he cannot become Jesus. But he'll deceive people. When Jesus really comes, he will have the marks in his hands. When Jesus comes, he'll have the glory. Peace of God will be there. But when Satan comes looking like Jesus and saying, I am Jesus, you will see that darkness, even in the midst of this fake glow, you will see that fear inside of you, gripping in the midst of his fake glow. Jesus only carries lambs and sheep, not poodles. When it goes contrary to the scripture, you know, and that man is like saying, right now God is speaking through me, I was just listening. This is a false spirit. And he thinks that he really saw Jesus. He doesn't want to listen. We have to be very careful. We need to be walking with God. People don't pray properly. They don't read the word properly. But they just go for experiences. I want to get this experience. I want to get that experience. You know, Satan will give all kinds of experiences. If you don't have the word of God inside of you, you can fall. It's so important to know God through his word. We pray to God through his word. We pray to God with his word. His word teaches us how to pray. His word informs all our prayers. The spirit of God leads our prayers through the word of God. That's how you're safe. Satan is working through these people. So the point is, Satan can come in the form of Satan itself. Or Satan can come like a good person. Satan can come in all kinds of ways. He can even disguise himself like an angel or even like Jesus. 
or we must know our savior if we know someone really well we'll know whoever it is when they disguise themselves this is not the real person by their talk by their emotions by their actions by their voice by their mannerisms you know that this is not the one you love you know this is not this jesus in order for that to happen you need to spend time with god now these people were moved by the devil the devil is moving human beings so human beings can be moved by the devil to come and see how he can bring you down be someone who can never be brought down by anyone so now it's a threat Satan always try to bring fear, right? So he says, let me do this. It's not just a threat for Daniel. In Daniel's case, it was to really finish off Daniel. So let's go to verse 8. Let's go to verse 8, Daniel chapter 6, verse 8. Now, O king, establish the decree and the sign, and sign the writing so that it cannot be changed according to the laws of the Medes and Persians, which does not alter. Let's just continue. Verse 9, Daniel 6, verse 9. Therefore, King Darius signed the written decree now god saw this the angel saw this while all these were happening there is didn't get a dream like how pilot got when jesus was standing pilot's wife got when jesus was standing on trial god did not intercept what was happening because god had a plan always remember every affliction that is allowed by god if it is not stopped by god then god has a plan God has a plan. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad because God has a plan. Everything is going to work out for something far greater because God has a plan. God didn't stop what was happening here because God had a plan. Let's go to verse 10. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home and in his upper room with his windows open towards Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as was his custom since early days. I want to stop right here. We're not going to go past this. Verse 10. How was Daniel's life? What was the secret behind Daniel's faith? What was the secret behind Daniel's faithfulness in the midst of such kind of testing? He had a life of no compromise. He prayed and gave thanks before his God three times a day as was his custom since early days. We don't know how early that was. He might have started when he was little. Early days. Whatever was invested into him He did not let go of that. Whatever God is investing into you week after week, during the weekday meetings, during the morning calls, during the Bible studies, during Sunday service, don't let go. Build one stone upon another. Every week, whatever you're hearing, there has to be a progression. Building one stone upon the other, that the building of God may rise up from within you, so that you can become a mighty instrument in the hands of the living God. What was Daniel's custom? since his early days, was to pray and give thanks before God. Very important. Be someone who will pray and give thanks before God, no matter what your situation is. You know Daniel, after he heard this, he did not go home with a sad, upset face. Well, today is my last day on the face of the earth. Let me inform everybody Let me call Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego and everybody saying that, well, I'm going to take a stand for God and I'm going to die and I'm going to go and be with God. Let me have my final feast. No. 
He went straight to the presence of God. It did not face him. Just like how when he was brand new to the kingdom, he was not afraid of death, he was not afraid of the king, he was not afraid of anything. And he said that, Oh eunuch, please do this and you're going to see me prosper. In the midst of this adverse situation, Daniel was not worried at all because he was walking with God. He was not worried at all. He went home like how he usually goes home. And he went and he knelt down like how he usually did. It was not like, I'm tired. I'm heartbroken. I know what to do. I'm so depressed. I'm going to lie down on my pillow like this. Cry a little bit and see. God, are you seeing me? I'm going to lie down. I'm going to fall asleep because I'm so tired. I can't even pray. And he get up. Will somebody come and encourage me today? Lord, send somebody. Daniel was not like that. Daniel was a man of faith. When he heard the words of Satan through these people, of Satan, agents of Satan. See, in the palace you had people representing the devil and Daniel was representing God. In your workplace, you'll have people who are representing the devil and you'll be representing God. Always remember that and there will always be a fight there. Between those who represent the kingdom of darkness and those who represent the king of kings and the lord of lords. We as God's people should manifest the fruit of the spirit and not give to fear. Write this down if you're taking notes. We as God's people, wherever God has placed it, should manifest the fruit of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, peace. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, goodness and self-control. Nine, fruit of the spirit. Not fruits, fruit of the spirit. We must manifest the fruit of the Spirit at our workplace and not give in to fear. Sometimes some people be very nice and very kind and once they feel somebody is threatening them, all of a sudden, they just shut down and they're full of fear. You need to be someone who is manifesting the fruit of the Spirit minus fear. Fear should not be there. When God is working inside of you, you have the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords with you. What does God's word say? If God be for us, who can be against us? Who? No one. So Daniel, after he heard all of this, he goes home, not affected by his environment, not affected by what other people say, not affected by whatever anyone said, not affected by what the law said. How do you feel when, once you go to work? And you get a paper saying that today is your last day. You're going to go home. No job tomorrow. How many of you will come home and praise God? How many of you will come home and say, this is the day that the Lord has made. Hey, I don't have to go to work tomorrow. Unless you don't want to work. And you know somehow you're getting the money. How many of you will come home and really thank God knowing that God will somehow provide for me? Not because you're lazy, but because you know God will make a way. If this is going, that means something better is coming. We need to have that faith. Not say that when everything is going well. It's easy to say that. When somebody is going through, I've seen people say that. Don't worry. If this door is closed, God will open it. Sometimes people say, bigger window. I say, why this should be a window? It has to be a bigger door. God can open a bigger door. But we are very good at comforting others. But when it comes to us, when we go through it, Do we have the same thing? Can we say the same thing to ourselves? The Bible says, David strengthened himself in the Lord. What advice you give to others when you go through difficult times? Say it to yourself. Hold yourself and say, listen. 
God is going to do something big. Speak words of faith upon yourself. Daniel was not moved by his environment at all. Nothing moved him. No matter what other people said, it didn't move him. God is speaking to a heart today. God wants to take you to a place, to a place in your spiritual life where no matter who says what, it should not affect you. It should not affect the way you respond to people. It should not affect the way you pray. It should not affect the way you read your Bible. It should not affect the way you work. It should not affect you, period. Man's words or Satan's words through a man should not affect a child of God. If you have the faith of God inside of you, it will not affect you. Because that's what God has said, right? It will not affect you. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Yeah, they'll fall, but it will not come near you. The weapons will be formed, but it will not prosper. So when you see people talking, when you see death threats coming, when you see whatever negative things coming, whatever you hear, voices through people, or Satan speaking through your own mind, whatever negative things happening in your body, your health, or your doctor, or whatever it is, it may be. Learn to be someone who will praise God right away. Praise God. Let me tell you this. A worshiper of God will never bow down to fear. A worshiper of God will never be brought down by anything. A worshiper of God will only go above. That means, yes, the waters are here. Yes, the sea is here. But a worshiper of God will will be someone who has the power to walk on water. The worshiper of God will be someone who will be able to walk through fire. Problems. The water and the fire talks about problems. Whatever it may be. God never says, I will shield you from all the afflictions of the enemy. No, he says this. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver him or her out of them all. How many? Many. Many of the afflictions, because understand, we have an opposition or we have an enemy who brings opposition all the time. Do you know what? No matter what happens, we are able to overtake. How many of you know, during summer, flies can come inside your house if you open the door? Have you seen flies? I mean, we're in America, we have flies, right? When we open the door. During summer. Especially you have watermelon, you have fruit. If you go outside, flies are there. God created flies, they come inside. They come inside the house. How many of you say that, well, creation of God, I will coexist with you. Stay inside with me and not do anything about it. No. How many of you know there's something called the fly's water? How many of you know how to use it? How many of you need special training for it? If you know how to take it, and no run after it. You know how to target it. It's gone. Now you do one, and then you see another one. Zzz, you think, oh no, second one is there. What do you do? What do you do? You take the fly, same fly's water, go hit it, and bring that down. Then you see a third one coming. Then what do you do? You bring that down. Then what do you do after that? You're going to see, how did this come in? You might have opened the door, maybe three came in, but make sure that everything is closed. And you go and see if any screen has a hole. You have any window open. Did something come inside and you make sure it's closed and you fix it, don't open it until you come. This is how a spiritual life is. When you know what the enemy does? He comes in. 
instead of taking the fly swatter which is the word of god and saying that's it you know people do some people when he goes busy go to i don't know what to do i don't know what to do and then they call everybody there is a fly in my house do you know about it they tell the whole world about the fly that is in their house instead of doing something about it god has given you his word god has given you his weapon god has given you the power that enemy comes and makes a big scene goes that's all he can do you have the power to overtake the powers of darkness satan is a defeated foe he's a defeated foe god the lord jesus christ defeated him 2000 years ago on the cross of calvary no matter what he does no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper is it god's word or not how many of you can say it's god's word no weapon that is formed am i making it up is it god's word it's god's word if it's god's word does god's word work does it work Yes. Is it true? It's true. Is it the truth? It is the truth. If he said that it won't prosper, that means I need to run into that word and take refuge. It will not prosper in my life, period. To all those who believe that it will not prosper in their lives, it will not prosper. What will not prosper? The weapon of the enemy will not prosper. And those who go and take the word of God as their refuge and be doers of the word, you know, what will happen? They will prosper. You don't want the enemy to prosper in your life you want god's will to prosper in your life in order for that to happen you be someone who spend time with god be a doer of the word be someone who is associated with god like daniel did i hope you remember this fly swatter and fly any time the enemy comes to you take your fly swatter and give it to him good Put him in his place. Let him not make that noise anymore. Speak God's word. Speak God's word. God's word says, "Submit to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you." No matter how much noise the enemy may try to make, know that you are much greater than that fly that goes around you. You have much greater power. than the fly that is spinning around you you have much greater power and god has given you the instrument like this fly swatter which is the word of god see without the fly swatter you can't be running around with your hand trying to catch a fly It doesn't work but it's a fly swatter that brings that fly down you need the word of god just like how you cannot go after the fly and say hey i'm going to catch him when i catch him when i catch him it's not going to work but you have that fly swatter you have the word of god apart from me you can do nothing jesus said if you want to bring down the powers of darkness make sure you know the word make sure you do the word satan knows who just says the word and doesn't do the word so the one that satan fears is the one who really really does the word know the word do the word when you know the word and do the word satan will not be able to resist you you have more power You need to have the fly swatter and we need to use the fly swatter. In order for that to happen, you need to have the strength to hold it. If you're paralyzed and if your hand is gone and you are not able to use it, you can have the fly swatter, but the fly will be tormenting you. Buzzing around you because you're not able to it. Know that whom the son of man sets free. They're free indeed. If God has made you free, put to use what God has given. put to use the word of god that god has given take the word of god and whack the enemy every single time 
every single time because he is conquered by God Almighty. So Daniel didn't fear the enemy and Daniel went and prayed. Let me tell you this. From this prayer came the power that carried him all the way to the lion's den and brought him out of the lion's den. When you face the enemy, learn to pray and praise him. Pray and praise him. Pray and praise him. The more you pray and praise him, you will get the next power of God that will come upon you to make you walk straight into the lion's den, just like how he went into his room and prayed. He walked straight into the lion's den. There was no difference. There was no difference for Daniel between his house and the lion's den. Just like how he walked into his room and he prayed, he walked into the lion's den also. That's what the power of God will do. If God is for you, who can be against you? No one. May the Spirit of God speak to your hearts in this hour. As we close this afternoon, the God of Daniel is your God. The God of Daniel is my God. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, but thou art with me. Why? God says that he preserves me from all evil. He preserves my soul he preserves my going out and my coming in from this time forth and even forevermore until the work of God is done in and through my life. Nothing can touch me. No one can touch me. Because greater is he who is in me than he that is in the world. God has given you his sword. God has given you his weapon. God has given you his spiritual fly water, which is the word of God. When the enemy comes buzzing, trying to, trying to threaten you, whack him right away. The longer you let him buzz, the longer he will make noise. Learn to get that and whack him right away. You know, the more you practice hitting flies, the faster you'll get getting flies. The more you use the word of God, the more skilled you will become in using the word of God, in bringing down the works of darkness much faster than you would know. Shall we stand up together? Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let the Spirit of God move in your hearts at this hour. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Oh, those who walk with the Lord who talk with them daily, frequently. They receive something supernatural, supernatural into their lives. Hallelujah. Something is being imparted into them every time they fellowship with God. Hallelujah. The time that you spend time with God is not just to make you psychologically feel better, but there's a divine impartation that takes place every time you go to the presence of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Faithfulness, faithfulness is what I long for. what you want from me. Daniel was faithful in everything. Sing it as a prayer to the Lord. Faithfulness, faithfulness is what I long for. Faithfulness is what I need. Jesus.
consistent walk with the Lord like how Daniel did. He was so young and yet he was so faithful from his early days. Hallelujah. From his early days he was faithful to you. From his early days he sought you. From his early days he prayed and he praised you Father. From his early days he was on his knees before you three times a day. From his early days no matter where he was, whether he was in his homeland or whether he was in Babylon. Oh every day every day, every day consistently Daniel was before the face of the living God three times a day hallelujah oh ask the Lord say Lord I want to have this consistency and give yourself over to the Lord hallelujah give yourself over to the Lord if Daniel was able to then you can too if Daniel was able to live a life that was above fear if Daniel was able to live a life above reproach and be faithful to God in everything and have such faith in God that the words of human beings did not do anything to him negatively it did not have any effect on him Daniel was someone who lived for God Only the words of God mattered to Daniel. Man's words didn't matter to Daniel. Be like Daniel. Be like Daniel. Be like Daniel. Hallelujah. Ask the Lord this hour. Lord, give me your strength, O Lord. And I want to be faithful to you. And tell the Lord, I'm committing myself to be faithful to you. Like Daniel was. I'm committing myself to be faithful to you, O Lord. And to have faith in you. Not to give words, Lord, that the enemy will speak. Not to speak words of unbelief. But to come and praise you. Hallelujah. To come and praise praise you in your presence, not to look at myself, not to look at the circumstance, but to look at you, hallelujah, come and worship you for who you are, open your mouth and ask him, hallelujah, open your mouth and commit yourself to the Lord, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. The same God who enabled Daniel oh, to be what Daniel was is here to enable you. God is here to enable you at this hour. Wherever you are, receive what God is giving to you at this hour. Receive what God is giving to you at this hour. Hallelujah. The transforming power of the Lord Jesus Christ is here in our midst. Hallelujah. It is here in our midst to empower you, to embolden you, to strengthen you, to sanctify you. Hallelujah. Ask the Lord. Oh Lord, pour into me, pour into me, pour into me, 
pour into me hallelujah ask the lord pour into me your strength oh lord not to be affected by my environment not to be affected by people not to be affected by the devil not to be affected by anything i see not to be affected by anything i hear not to be affected by anything i feel open him out and ask him open him out and ask him thank you jesus 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 hallelujah thank you jesus hallelujah Thank you, thank you, thank you, hallelujah. And ask God for a spirit of praise, hallelujah. To bless the Lord at all times, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually.
hands together for my good. I will bless the Lord with faith in my heart. I bless Him all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue. Praise God for a few minutes. Open your mouth and tell the Lord, Lord, I will praise you with faith in my heart. Hallelujah. Why will I bless the Lord at all times? Because I know that God will work all things together for my good and for His glory. Hallelujah. I will bless the Lord at all times in the midst of opposition because I know there's no defeat for me. Hallelujah. I will bless the Lord at all times because I know I will live to declare the goodness of the Lord God Almighty in the land of the living. Hallelujah. Oh, I will bless the Lord at all times. Even when I see things going downhill, I know God has said, I'll be the head and not the tail. So I will glorify God in my trial through whatever I I go through. I bless the Lord at all times because I will glorify God, fulfill the purpose of God that God has for me in this life. I will bless the Lord at all times because God has called me to be His ambassador. Hallelujah. To do the will of God. And I will do the will of God. And I will finish it because of God who is in me. Hallelujah. I bless the Lord at all times with faith in my heart. With faith in my heart. Open your mouth and thank God. Hallelujah. You're not going to praise God with negative spirit, but you're going to praise God with faith in your heart. Open your mouth. Praise Him with faith in your heart. Open your mouth and praise Him with faith in your heart. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and praise Him with faith in your heart. Not with a hopeless praise, but with hopeful praise. Hallelujah. With faith in your heart. Praise Him. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you for where you have me. Thank you for where you have me. Thank you for my zone. Thank you for where you have me as your ambassador in my home, at my workplace, wherever it is. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Open your mouth and thank Him. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and thank Him because God has a plan. Open your mouth and thank Him. Open him and thank him. Faithful is he who has called you and he will do it. Hallelujah. Open him out and thank him. Hallelujah. For God's plan for your life. Open him out and thank him. Hallelujah. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him and receive the strength of this hour. Thank him with faith and receive the strength of this hour. Thank him with faith and receive the strength of this hour. Thank him with faith. Thank him with expectation. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Hallelujah. Because God is doing something big. 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 Hallelujah. God is doing something big. Hallelujah. God is doing something beyond what we can see. God is doing something beyond what we can understand. God is doing something beyond what our minds can comprehend. He is God. Hallelujah. He is our God. Hallelujah. And we represent the most high God. Hallelujah. If God be for us, who can be against us? God is our God. Hallelujah. We are here to magnify Him, knowing that He works all things together for our good and for his glory hallelujah 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We are here to glorify Him. We are here to glorify Him. Every trial will cause us to glorify Him. Hallelujah. So glorify Him. Glorify Him. Open your mouth and glorify Him. Hallelujah. Glorify Him. Glorify Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Hallelujah. Praise Him in the midst of the storm. Praise Him. Hallelujah. Praise Him on top of the water. Praise Him through the fire. Praise Him. Hallelujah. For God has a greater plan. God is a greater plan. God is a greater plan. Hallelujah. Praise Him through the desert. Oh, for God has a greater plan. Hallelujah. Praise Him with Canaan in sight. Hallelujah. Praise Him with Canaan in sight. Hallelujah. Praise Him with Canaan in sight. Hallelujah. Praise Him keeping the promise of God before you. Hallelujah. Praise Him with faith. Hallelujah. Praise Him keeping the promises of God before you. Praise Him. Hallelujah. Open Him out and praise Him. Let the walls of Jericho come crumbling down at this hour. Praise Him. Hallelujah. Praise Him. Hallelujah. Praise Him. Hallelujah. Let your praises go and smash the weapons of the enemy at this hour. Open him out and praise him. Open him out and praise him. Open him out and praise him. Praising people are powerful people. Those who praise God are powerful people. Open him out and praise him. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Blessing. Glory. Honor. Power. Dominion belongs to you, O God, forever and ever. You are the God of the heavens. You're the God of the earth. You're God of our situation. You're the God of our families. You're the God of our lives. You're the God of our bodies. So we praise you. Hallelujah. We praise you. Hallelujah. We praise you. Hallelujah. We will fulfill the purposes of God. Hallelujah. As a church, we will fulfill the purposes of God. Hallelujah. As individuals, we will fulfill the purposes of God. Hallelujah. As families, we will fulfill the purposes of God. Hallelujah. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. Hallelujah. Oh, the enemy will fall in the pit that he has dug for the righteous. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for doing something far greater. Hallelujah. Our great God does something far greater. Hallelujah. Oh, according to his great mind and great heart, he does something far greater. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. We praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you, Lord, for your presence that is here. Thank you for working in our midst, O Lord. We thank you. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. We thank you that your power has not changed. We thank you, Lord, you have not changed. And we thank you, Lord, because you are the same. We thank you. We can rest in you, Jesus. And thank you for giving us a name above every other name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And with that name of Jesus, we will trample serpents, tread on scorpions. Hallelujah. 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 And we will go forward. Hallelujah. Marching into that Jericho that you have for us. Hallelujah. Marching into that Canaan that you have for us. Hallelujah. Nothing can stop us. Hallelujah. From moving forward. Nothing can stop us. Oh, from accomplishing what you have for us. Hallelujah. Nothing can stop us. Nothing can stop us. Hallelujah. From fulfilling the will of God. Hallelujah. No demon from hell can stop us. Oh, Satan himself cannot stop us. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the unstoppable God is going before us. Hallelujah. He is going before us. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for putting songs of praises in our mouths. Hallelujah. We praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for the power of your word. Thank you for the power of his word. Thank you for the power of his word. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you for the power of your word. Oh, we thank you for the power of your word. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the power of your word, oh God. We thank you for the power of your word. Hallelujah. Thank you for the power of your word. We praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Lord, I pray that you go home with your people. May the same presence of God that is here with us, let it accompany your people in their homes as they meditate on this word of God. May they impart, Lord, even greater strength, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. May your people spend time in the presence of God all through this week, O oh Father. Or may they grow in faith all the more like our Daniel did and do great and ex- great and mighty exploits for the Lord Jesus Christ. Bringing your kingdom down to earth wherever you have placed them, O oh Lord. Being your ambassadors. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise, praise, praise you, praise you, praise Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen. Jesus. God bless all of you. Have a blessed, blessed rest of the day and have a blessed rest of the week. God be with you all. God bless you. God bless you.